Steel Toes and Scoreboards podcast. Like us on Facebook and Twitter. Hey, Kurt, you want a hot take? Yeah. Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. He was a great two-strike hitter. Bill Lambeer would have made Shaq piss himself. You really think so? It's Shaq, dude. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Fun fact, Kurt. I love deep stats. Good research, bro. (laughs) Word association. Greatest of all time. Tell me how you really feel about pro sports. These contracts are out of control. Some people might not like that. Well, I'm going to piss some people off. (laughs) Well, I mean, you sure will. (laughs) You're the baseball guru, though, man. Shout out to my coach, Joe Rodmaker. Well, it is a digital world these days. Yeah, I'm an analog man. Tiger Woods. Mount Rushmore, bro. Coach Bobby Knight. IU misses him, no doubt. Times have changed. But for the better of the worst. Well, that's that's arguable. I'll tell you right now, though, I'm, uh, it's modern age. I'm not drug testing for pot anymore in any sport. It's a damn plant. <laughs> they fire and suspend these guys for... Weed? Ridiculous. I'm a fountain sure of bet. useless pro wrestling. Sure now. bet. Sure bet. Sound like Adam Sweet. Sure bet. <laughs> he was a role model for millions. Rest in peace, Mamba. Team Ali. Team Tyson. You know what? Fuck it. You're baseball's new commissioner. Oh, I don't want that job. <laughs> oh, horse shit. Come on, bro. Magic versus Bird. What a rivalry. Okay. Okay. Boost ratings. Asses in the seat. You know what? Hot take. Tap the mic. He's the best I've ever seen. Nobody compares to him. Look at his legacy. All right, guys. Another episode of Steel Toads and Scoreboards coming to you now. And welcome back to another episode. Do not adjust your set. (laughs) <laughs> steel toes and scoreboards hey we're getting we're getting consistent because we released one a couple days before or after christmas and now we're doing one in february <laughs> right <laughs> no time just gets away from us man man we have had a busy 2023 got away from you and i oh yeah for sure but we're we're gonna start working on that we're gonna start getting back to a regular basis because I miss doing the show. I miss hanging out. I miss getting pizza. It sounds like people are wanting to know what's going on. And dude. people are asking me, what the hell happened to Steel Toes and Scoreboards? <laughs> Life. Life. Kurt had root yeah. season all this past summer. Yeah. And I had life. I got things going on with my dog. Yeah. He's not, he's not very good. Everybody out there always hears about luck, but nobody, nobody, none of our listeners know luck, but me. Right. He's a uh, luck's an old tired man. Yes, he is. Yep. And I'm a, I'm gonna come see luck not this weekend, but I'm gonna come see luck next weekend because you and I are gonna record. Yeah, I mean that's probably a good idea if you want to see him, bro. Because I, I gotta, I gotta make a decision. Has it has it reached that point? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I told you you'd know when the time was right. Yeah, sucks, man. The old hip just getting too much? Well, that spot on his shoulder has gotten a lot bigger. It's oh, no. Fucking, it's fucking huge, dude. And I think he, he's having trouble breathing. Well, he he messed himself the other day. He never does well, that. 
No. Uh, well, he didn't do it in his doghouse. I think he, he, he fell back in it. You know what I mean? Oh, no. Yeah, he stumbled around and he just, he's old. It's it's getting to be that. Yeah. Hopefully he can hang on till I get over next weekend. Well, yeah, I hope, I mean, it, it don't get, because if it gets any worse, dude, I can't, I can't I hardly let it, I no. can't hardly let it go. You, uh, no, you just let me know when I'll be there. Right on. I mean, he has days where he's all right for a couple of days and then it's not so all right for a couple of days. I, I missed a couple of days work on the count. I was ready. Yeah. I mean, I PTO or whatever, but yeah, it's getting bad. Well, for all of our listeners out there, say a prayer for old Luck. He's been the uh, he's been the official mascot of this show for <laughs> right since since the very first night we did it. We moved his house across the street. For those <laughs> yeah, of you he... for those of you newer listeners that don't get the reference that the fifty or so original listeners, we literally just moved his doghouse across the kitchen, and he was pissed. He was definitely pissed. <laughs> he don't like much change. No. No. Well, but, uh, it's been hell on me, dude. I mean, it's been pretty rough this last all month or two. And I, I, I mean, it's a, it's your, it's not only your pet, it's your best friend. I mean, yeah, he's uh, just like a kid, man. You know, it's, yeah, he's been with me for 15 years. There ain't many people can say that or anything, but, you know. I know, bro. I hear you. So, uh, well, let's and he just, is people to me. He is people. He's your people. Yep. All right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's that's Let, pretty much that. Let's uh, let's change the subject to something lighter. It's not yep. that we don't love luck. It's not that I don't love luck. But let's change it it's to just something lighter. Hard to talk about it, man. Exactly. Well, right. do you, do you want some laughter? Sure. I, I have all that. kinds of shit put together for tonight's for tonight's mini. All right. Well, we Let, got... let's start with some laughter out of Major League Baseball. <laughs> All right. So spring training. Yeah. It's pretty much here. Well, yeah, it's baseball season down here. Which makes me and you very happy people. Oh, yeah. Because the majority of our episodes have been World Series recaps. Yeah, I like them. I like them, too. So with that being said, do you want to know what one of the biggest issues going around spring training is so far? Uh, yeah. What, what we got? See-through pants. <laughs> really? You're shitting. <laughs> You're shitting me, right? No, no. Let's let's see what I got here. Yeah, uh, Dale, let's delve into this here. Let, let's let's uh, let's let me find here. Let me read. Well, and and all, all of our content tonight is I, I put no notes together myself. Every single piece of fucking literature on these papers came directly from ESPN.com. I just copied and pasted it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Let's see here. With spring training games beginning, the Major League Baseball Players Association is talking to its members to gather feedback on the controversy of see-through pants, hoping changes can be made before opening day. What? Okay. So, let's see. It's disappointing that we've landed in a place where uniforms are the topic of discussion, said MLB Players Association Executive Director and a damn fine ball player in his day, Tony Clark. Said. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. He said each conversation with the guys is yielding more information about what we're seeing. 
people don't like these new uniforms or whatever's going on. Many players admit to a lighter feel to them but have issues with the look. Because the fabric is lighter, it's a challenge to have bigger numbers and letters, hence the complaints that the back of the jerseys look like amateur league stuff. However, the eggshell color of the pants is creating a very see-through vibe, and nobody wants to see their kibbles and bits. No. That's not what we're tuned in for. No. So, so during as spring training is beginning, people are upset about see-through pants. <laughs> now well, I gotta, I gotta ask all you. All men are created equal, huh? <laughs> that, that's right. I would be. I mean, I would be embarrassed. I mean, I, well, I sure would. What I mean, on national I, television? No, I mean, I mean, I had a girl one time said, "Give me ten inches," but I told her I had to give it to her five times first. But right, well, you hit. Oh yeah, it hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> I done her twice and hit her in the head with the brick. But uh, right. I, it's just funny to me. Okay, look, let's let's look at this a minute. Let's dissect this. <laughs> You're multi-million dollar players. Right. You can bitch about anything in the world you want to bitch about. Right. And you choose to bitch about eggshell colored pants that look like they're see-through and people checking out your kibbles and bits. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, if I was uh, in that situation, I'd probably feel... A little uncomfortable, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know. What, what do you think? Absolutely. I mean, it's just... Yeah. I, it's, mean, yeah. I mean, your junk set on Front Street for 60,000 fans, well, it's going to be hard to concentrate on your job, I'm sure. Well, apparently this pant issue in the MLB has caused such a stir that one player who has remained anonymous told the executive director for the MLB Players Association, and once again, a damn fine ball player in his day, Tony Clark, right. told Tony Clark that they should just go down to Dick's Sporting Goods and buy a pair of spare pants to play in. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, they got a legitimate argument. That's, I mean, who comes up with the... Uh, dress code i have no idea but like i mean i love that i i I love that this is the this is the controversy we're getting in in february for the year already it's eggshell colored pants with kibbles and bits potentially being seen i love it well that i mean there's no there's no bigger issue with baseball you know right now literally (laughs) literally a bigger issue right literally yeah yeah (laughs) yeah or for some guys it might be a small issue new small issue right they're probably the ones complaining the most. Hashtag. <laughs> this is why we do what we do. Hashtag tits. Two idiots right. talking sports. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. That's crazy. It it is you, crazy. That is crazy. That's uh, one of the crazier things I've. But heard I've so got something. I've got something even fucking crazier. Twenty twenty four, bring it on. Now this is not in my notes. This okay. is not in my notes. I'm doing this from memory. Okay. Okay, Kurt. Yes. What do I do for a living now? Uh, radio. I work in TV and radio, right? Yeah, right. Okay. So working in TV and radio in the news department, we get all sorts of um, we get all sorts oh, could, of weird emails into the news department. Oh, I can only imagine. And sometimes we get sports emails sent into the news department because we have a sports department, you know. Right. I opened 
in the WBDC newsroom email. I opened the greatest email I have ever read yesterday afternoon. Oh, yeah. You know who Caitlin Clark is? Uh, She's the college girl that's blowing up all the records and tearing it up. Iowa Hawkeye. Oh yeah, yeah. She's a per- and and in her own regard, she's a she's a fairly decent looking gal. She's a pretty she's a pretty girl, right? Right. Easy on the eyes, right? Easy yep. on the eyes. But she's breaking all these records for uh, women's collegiate basketball and everything. Probably go on to play in the WNBA, right? Well, oh, she's being offered a million dollars to do some uh, camera spicy time. If you catch my drift, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I don't, and again, I saved this email. I, I told the guy I was working with, like, we can't delete this email. This is the greatest thing I've ever read. <laughs> now, I don't remember the email verbatim. I should have printed it off for tonight's episode. <laughs> I, I kind of dropped the ball there. I missed the boat there. Well, I mean, you know, we could always bring it back up. We, we could bring it back up next it. weekend. Yeah, just yeah, as a, just as a, just as a, a recap. Right, there you go. But do you want to know, and I don't have the exact quote, but I can I can get you to the ballpark. I can't get you in the game, but I can get you to the ballpark. Okay, that's close enough. So, ballpark, do you want to know what their sales pitch to her to do this million dollars worth of spicy time on cam was? Oh, boy, I can only imagine. Oh, dude, are, are you ready? Yeah. For all of our listeners, are you ready? <laughs> Basically, and again, not verbatim, I'll get you to the ballpark, but I can't get you in the game. Right. Basically, it said, we've watched countless defenders go through your legs to try to score at the hole. We think that would translate well in the adult entertainment industry. I'm not even... I, Dude, I am not making this up. We've watched them try to go through your legs to, to, to score at the hole. We think that would translate well. Are you fucking serious? We think it, that would translate well in the adult entertainment industry. Well, they said a million dollars for some solo cam time, or you can play with a friend. <laughs> and I looked at the guys or like, dude, this is the greatest shit I have ever read. Only in 2024. Right. Only in 2024. Does this happen? Yeah. A uh, million yeah. dollars. So what's her response? She ain't responded. I don't think sure. It was from some really obscure media outlet. Like one of those things, like nobody ever goes to their website type stuff. However, oh, okay. they told her, you've been on TV in front of millions. How would you like to feel about setting records with 43 million subscribers watching you? And I'm Whoa. like, I'm like, there's no way she's doing this. But yeah. this is the greatest yeah. shit yeah. I have ever read. <laughs> yeah, she probably, uh, uh, yeah, it's a word by now. Oh, I don't know. That's kind of crazy. I don't even know if she's seen it. I tried to Google search it a little bit ago before we started recording to see if anybody else picked it up. Nobody's but, got it. But I've got the email in my inbox at the at the newsroom. She's, she's not responded yet. No, right? she's not. She ain't going to do that. She's a <laughs> Iowa's still part of the Bible Belt. She's a good Christian Catholic girl. She ain't going to do it. Right. But oh, I just thought that was the greatest sales pitch. Something to the effect, we've watched defenders go through your legs to try to score at the hole. <laughs> we think that would translate well in the adult <laughs> entertainment industry. Oh, damn, that's fucking that. Somebody got some ball there. I was what. like, this is probably a probably a 25-year-old pimply kid living in his mom's basement with a bottle of Jergens yeah. beside his bed that sent this. <laughs> Guaranteed. Guaranteed. That's crazy, man. It's funny. I told you we'd get some laughs going tonight. Right. 
Oh. That's pretty good shit there. Well, I mean, I, I, you, don't, you don't think there will be a response? For I sure? don't. She's too good would, for that. Yeah, she's would, she's a she's a so. she's a well mannered, proper. You know, she's holds a professional well, image in the public. It's just funny as hell. It was just funny as hell the way it was written. I mean, yeah. I'm going to print that well. son of a bitch off, and next time I see you next weekend, whatever episode we record next weekend, whatever we do, we're going to give an update on this story, and I'm going to read the official email. I don't know if that'll get me in trouble or not. I don't think it will, but we're going to read the nah. whole thing. Like, I mean, not like anybody listens to Steel Toes and Scoreboards anyways. I mean, I mean, uh, not no more trouble than what the person that sent the email to get into, probably. I just, it's just the way it, we think that would translate well to the adult entertainment <laughs> industry. How clever is that? Somebody's really manipulating the word. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, he's pimply faced, nerdy, living in his mom's base when he's got yeah, Jergens and lotion beside the bed. Guarantee you. Man, he's having a go at it. <laughs> so, every time he sees her pictures. Wednesday night, let's, let's change gears. All right. Wednesday night, LSU beat Kentucky. Kentucky was ranked 17th. Right. Beat them in a the last second shot, 75-74. Okay. LSU Tigers fans stormed the court. Okay. So the SEC has fined them $100,000. Well, I mean, well, I can see I mean, I can see why they're excited. I mean, LSU uh, Especially when it comes to basketball, I mean, they ain't much. They haven't beaten Kentucky much. Well, and it, it's not only that, but not, it, it's safety. It's it's safety. So I was going to ask you yes. what you thought about this storming, storming courts, storming the fields in a big moment. I mean, uh, well, I mean that's why you guys kind of driving. I mean, they beat Kentucky. That's pretty big, but it's not a national championship type thing. I mean, for LSU basketball, I, that's a national championship there. Well, it, it, you're right. That's why I say, you know, they beat Kentucky. But I, we can't, we got to be responsible people, though. We can't, I mean, I don't know. It says fines are 100 per the Southeastern Conference, and you know I hate SEC talk, but yeah, me too. per the SEC, fines for this are $100,000 for a first offense, $250,000 for a second offense, and third and subsequent offenses thereafter, half a million dollars coming in at 500 G. That's a lot of scratch, But dude. they take all these fines. Well, I take that back. For conference games where they're playing against the uh, a conference opponent, the fines go to the opposing school. So that $100,000 will go to Kentucky. If they're playing okay. a non-conference game, say LSU was playing... Um, Connecticut. Connecticut, up UConn, yeah. UConn up there in the Big East, whatever. Uh, it would be deposited into an SEC postgraduate scholarship fund. So the money does get repurposed somehow, some way. But that's a lot of scratch just for... Well, f- for me and you, that's a lot of scratch. We'll never even, well, we'll right, never see scratch right. like that. Right. I mean, I work, uh, in T- I, I work in TV and radio. I'm broke as a motherfucker. Well, I, I get it, the safety part of it, but... At the same time, can you really? I don't know. I guess you start slapping people with this kind of fines. Well, then again, you go back to 2011. Christian Watford. Yeah, the place they were they, they, they stormed. They stormed Assembly Hall. I mean, they stormed the court. And nothing was said about it. Really, nothing was said about it. I, I get it. There's got to be a safety thing here, but at the same time, like you said, like we just said, LSU that was national championship for them. 
especially it sounds like it was dramatic fashion. It's hard to contain. Yeah. The excitement, especially of a crowd, you know, I, I don't know. That's a tough call. I just thought I'd throw that in there. What's what's your take on it? Okay, I I get player safety, and that is important. People can get hurt. But, man, at the end of the day, they're a bunch of excited college kids. That's what I'm saying. LSU Tigers basketball is probably never going to sniff a national title. (laughs) Right. I mean, the football team, you know, got one years ago. But, like, they're never – I mean, this is – Kentucky basketball school. Kentucky still holds weight, even though they're ranked 17 – Big Blue right. Nation still holds holds weight in oh, college yeah. basketball. So to oh, them, yeah. this was like winning a national title. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, the fines are pretty steep. Too, okay. That's the other thing. You know what? If if somebody says no, Jared, this is the way it's got to be. Fine, but a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, they're average Joes up there in the stands. You know, who's got that kind of money? Yeah, right. Especially with Biden running the show. Oh, uh, oops. No politics, my We don't sleepy Joe. Hey, I went to I got one time in one time in nineteen eighty six I got ice cream for the thing. And, uh, all right, fuck fuck that and fuck him. Um Exactly. Let's yeah, change I, I, let's change let's change to something light a little more light harder. Okay. The nineteen eighty five Chicago Bears. All right. We were going to do an episode on that once Shoot upon a time. Simple. We're going to do an episode on that one time, and the Jasper Police Department interfered with that. <laughs> Swing right. and a miss, JPD. Miss. I'm still here. Swing and a miss, Swing JPD. Miss. Oh, I love that because there. there's going to be somebody out there that's listening, and they're like, I don't know what this story is, but suddenly I want to know more. Well, let's just say <laughs> exactly. January of 2022, Jasper Police. Swing yep. and a miss. Eventually, we'll get back to that 85 Bears episode. But uh, 85 Bears. Uh, <coughs> defensive lineman, 46 defense, Steve Mongo McMichael. Yes. By the way, I get a wrestling reference in every episode. There you, there you go. Steve Mongo McMichael, a former four horseman in professional wrestling, WCW yep. in the mid to late 90s. Yep. Married a hot-ass woman who later left him and got married to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because Stone Cold said so. That's right. But Chicago Bears Steve Mongo McMichael, who, by the way, will be enshrined into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Really? For those that don't know, Steve Mongo McMichael has has had a very public and heartbreaking ALS diagnosis over the last three or four years. Right. Uh, for those of you who remember what Mongo looked like when he played for the Bears or remember what Mongo looked like when he was a professional wrestler, uh, he looks like he's lost about 100 pounds. Uh, he's it, The ALS is, is, ter- is right. really tearing right. him up. Uh, he was just hospitalized recently uh, for with a urinary tract infection uh, that had developed into MRSA, and God knows every Ew. single person in the world knows Ew. what the fuck MRSA is. Uh, and MRSA almost sometimes always equals death. Yes. But Mongo's built different. Right. He's 66 years old. Uh, he was in the intensive care. Uh, he's expected. He was expected to return, return home today or tomorrow. Okay. Uh, but yes, I want to talk about this. Mongo McMichael, the 85 Chicago Bears, the 46 defense. 
He played played a franchise record for the Bears, 191 consecutive games from 81 to 93. And fun fact, and let's let's test some some Bears trivia for anybody. He ranked second in sacks with 92 and a half, only to Hall of Famer Richard Dent. Dent. Yes. Fun fact for all you Bear fans. Can you tell me where Mongo last played? His final season in the NFL with in 1994. Uh, he went to the arch enemy. Uh, the Green Packers. Bay Packers. Packers. I'll be damned. I didn't know, I, I and, know it. And, and for those of you wondering, why do they call him Mongo? Have you ever seen a cult classic that would not be released in today's times called Blazing Saddles? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mongo mad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's where he got. All right. Mongo. Nice. 85 Bears. Swing and a miss, Jasper Police. Swing, Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. Uh, what, uh, I got something a little bit off track here. Well, uh, go, go Toby for it. Keith. Toby Keith, brother. Oh, my. Hey, let's talk about this, man. Uh, yeah. I. Well, uh, uh, don't let the old man in. Man, I tell you what, I've been playing the shit out of that song lately. Because I, I think about sick, that. Brother. I think about that. Like, that is the one of the things. Like, Kurt, I haven't seen you in so long. Yeah, I, we haven't podcasted in so long. 2023 got away from us. Right. But I've been dealing with some shit. I've been thinking a lot about death lately. And how <sighs> the reason I say that is because every day I'm one day older. Everybody's like, right. man, you're 36 years old. What are you talking about? Well, I am fat. Every breath, dude, is one day closer. But I keep thinking about life and like what happens when we die. You know, I don't want to get into a religious thing. I know what I believe, but I'm like, what if there really is nothing out there, though? What if we were all fooled? And then I'm like, that's nonsense. I know what I believe. But I've been thinking about that. And and then the Toby Keith song, Don't Let the Old Man In. I'm like, that's perfectly where I'm at in life. Because, because all these people that I grew up that was part of my life and childhood are passing away. Way, yes. Everybody's everybody's passing away. Yeah. We're getting older. Yes. And then like Toby Keith was only 62 and it's like fuck, I was 6 years old when Toby's, you know, when Toby's was was coming out with his shit 92 yes. and 93 like right. right. And yes. now he's like gone. I, like he was my childhood. He was my teenage wow. years. He was adulthood. I didn't even know he was sick, man. Until, you know, last few but you know what his spirits was so high because when he started making public appearances again in about the last year before he died he got on stage somewhere one time he said well people always said i needed to lose a little bit of weight and he'd lost <laughs> a lot of weight with that stomach yes, cancer he, he did, it didn't look like him but for him to make that joke and smile about it right and i right. and i and i found something i found something on the internet you, you need to get on youtube and look at this you need to look up toby keith's last interview he gave an interview uh, I, I about a. I already watched you, dude. I already watched you. When he told that lady, yes, he told her. He said, "I reached a point about a year ago where I've accepted it. If I was going to die, I was going to die." He said, "Right, I just accepted it. Whatever happened, happened." And I was like, "He had such this calming sense of like, you know, whatever." It's going to be all right. Yeah, and it's like it's, it's going to be all right. Part of me thinks if I was in that situation, I'd be trying to like beg and barter with the higher power to give me another week, give me another day, give me another five years. And Toby's just right. like, I, I was peace with it. If I went to sleep and never woke up, I was okay with it. Well, 
and God bless Toby Keith. He's on his next journey. He, and that, that's kind of the way we got to look at it. I'm I telling think. you, heaven got one hell of a performer and songwriter. Hard so, record. Yeah. Classy act all the way around, dude. He was. Yeah. Never heard nothing bad about Toby Keith. <clears throat> I don't think anybody out there could say a bad word about him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just wanted to bring that up. I'm glad you I did. Think, I, uh, it kind of took me back a little bit, too, you know. Uh, I know, man. It's just, uh, it was heartbreaking. Yes. It really was. He was a. It was one of his, I watched one of his uh, final performances, too, where he's walking the stands and everything. And she's oh, crying. My oh, my gosh, dude. And he's trying not to cry. What he's doing there. Oh, don't let the old man in. Oh, God. And that just get, don't let the old man in. Yeah, kind of uh, gets you, don't it? It does. It gets you right in the fields, my brother. Godspeed, Toby Keith. Godspeed, Toby Keith. That's uh, man. It's been a long time since we ended an episode with a song of the day. I might have to do that tonight. Right, just, right. Just play a little Toby Keith. Yeah, I'll be down for that. But I want to talk about the Chicago Bears. I want to talk about Justin Fields, and I want to talk about the overly sensitive society that the youth is in 2024. Oh, my gosh. Because I'm not picking on people, but Kurt and I make the joke, the world's gone overly sensitive. Uh, yeah. Did you hear He's about like... Did you hear about what Justin Fields did the other day? No. So, he unfollowed the quarterback for the Chicago Bears, by the way. Okay. Unfollowed the Chicago Bears on social media because he needed a break from social media because he is getting ridiculed and hit and talks about cutting, trading, firing, whatever. <laughs> so it got up in this dude's scalp so much that he just went dark on social media. But before he did that, he also unfollowed his team. Yeah, you can't be doing that. Now, if I'm George Hallis's daughter or granddaughter, Virginia, whatever her name is, the one that owns the Bears right now, and I'm like, this little son of a bitch, just I would, exactly. I would be like, what kind of message does that send to us in the front office? Yeah, you can't be doing that kind of stuff. And I, I'll be honest with you, I'm not a big social media platform type guy. I, don't I know, that's really why knows. I have to handle all the social media, because you won't get one. <laughs> well, but let's, let's look at this since into sports, I don't really think it just opens an avenue for uh, it does I don't, know, I, I don't know how I want to say that I don't know how I want to say it, but you know where I'm going with it. You know, I, I talked to my dad tonight and his his papa, my dad's my dad's grandpa my, dad, okay. my, my dad's grandpa died when I was like six years old so I've got very few memories of my dad's grandpa Right. But we were talking about him, and my dad said my whole life growing up that his grandfather used to say that money was the ruination of the world. Yeah. Okay, I'm going somewhere with this. Just right. hold up, puss, I promise. Right. So my dad, in his old age now, of being double nickels, he'll be 56 next month. My dad, in his old age, says that social media is the ruination of the world. Uh, and he would have an argument. But... 
This is still come from the same guy that downloads a TikTok because he likes to watch people make fart jokes and he likes to look at cute little puppies. <laughs> so he watches TikTok. Right. Right. Uh, but anyways, okay. Fields went on a podcast earlier this week to clear the air about this, and he said, quote, why do people take social media so serious? I still mess with the Bears. I'm just trying to take a little break. I unfollowed the Bears and the NFL. I'm not trying to have football on my timeline right now. It's something that I don't want to see. I want to go on vacation. I don't want to see no football. And guess what? The social media discourse is either keep fields, we want fields, or it's either draft Caleb Williams, get rid of fields. I'm tired of hearing all this talk. I just want it to be over. Fun fact, the owner of the number one overall pick in April's draft is the Chicago Bears. <laughs> hey, you know what? I got thinking about, you know, all the teams that, uh, uh, uh okay, again, uh, all the teams that passed on Patrick Mahomes, the Bears was one of those teams. Right. The Bears could have taken Patrick Mahomes. Right. And they didn't. Now yeah, he's all, right. now Fields is only 24, 25 years old, uh, and he's in his third season. So uh, I mean, do you, uh, you, you're, you know, take take Justin Fields out of this equation, okay, and just look at the Bears in general, okay, and how the Bears haven't been the Bears in a long time since eighty five. Well. Yes, I mean they've had some well, good I seasons. They went, to, they went to, I guess they played the Colts. In the Super Bowl, Rex but. Grossman, and believe it or not, people are going to shit on me, but Jake Cutler put together a couple of good seasons there, where yeah, the Bears, yeah, where the did. Bears had one of the best records in the league, but then they would choke well, in the playoffs. They had one of the best linebackers in the league too. Early Brian Erlocker, Lance Briggs. Yeah. You yeah. go back to like 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012, somewhere in that four year period. There was a couple seasons where the Bears were were were, were blowing everybody's yeah. ass out. I mean, it, but yeah. then they'd get to the playoffs and they they'd lose. Yeah, but elite defense, yes, yes. How did my my point going here is take Fields out and just look at the Bears and their and and their management and ownership. How do you expect to gain traction if you're going to cut bait with a kid who just came off his third year? You can't get right. no traction if you're continuously changing the play callers. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's nothing to build around. You there's can't build nothing around to build anything. around. Yes. I'm 100% with you. Uh, but I, I, I still think the social media, it needs to quiet down in the locker room shit. You know what I mean? Look at Antonio Brown and look at all this stuff. Hey, I can't say nothing about Antonio Brown. Look at all the laughs he gave us for the podcast. Well, yeah, for sure. But I mean, but it just there's no place for it. I don't think. Or if there is, it's not in the locker room. Getting back to this bear situation, uh, last month their general manager didn't help the situation because when asked what was going to happen after the season ended. Their general manager said that uh, you know, they've got a third year they they have a third year quarterback. They also hold the number one overall pick. They're gonna consider all their options at quarterback for twenty twenty four. Well, that doesn't send a good message to the no. young man that you invested all this time in. Right. So while I'm right. while I'm picking on him for being overly sensitive, unfollowing the team and the NFL, I can also see his point like, you motherfuckers, like really you're yeah. going to come out and say that? It's one thing to say it in the locker room to me behind closed doors, but to go public about it? Right. Right. So. Yeah. 
Uh, well, it's a Patrick Mahomes league right now. Anyway, he's going to win the Super Bowl every year until he's, he's fifty. I, you know, so. I rooted against the Chiefs this year. I know I rooted for the 49ers, and I hate the 49ers, and I rooted for yeah. San Fran. I didn't even watch it, brother. Well, I'm I'm gonna tell you the truth, man. Uh, I I like Mahomes, but I think I'm gonna have to slowly start changing my position now. To Mahomes is gonna become the new Tom Brady. Yep. And I don't. And I don't because that's what they want. Oh well, and, yeah. They lost to Tom. They got to replace Tom. And since I'll be honest with you, the NFL is fading, fading fast in my eyes because I'll just be honest with you, he's rigged. Yeah. I just went up and said it right there on live. It's the National Fix League. The National. Wait, I got something the, for it, that. All right. <laughs> The National what league? Fixed league. The National Fixed League. The NFL. I mean, let's just be honest about it. Uh, it's plain to see that there's there's some reading going on. I'm sorry, NFL, but this is you guys are not doing a very good job covering it up. And now with the betting and everything. Uh, there's no way it can't be fixed. Yeah. You see where I'm going there? I see where you're going there. And uh, people need to figure it out, too. I, I'm, I'm 100% convinced it's scripted. I hate to say that. I mean, I, ha- I, 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 I hate, hate to, to say, say that, too, but... Because I love football. And I know you do, but, but there has been certain... There has been certain circumstances in the last few years where I'm like... Something's yeah. uh, something's amish. Yes. Uh, like, yes. Check out YouTube. Jake is an asshole. Jake uh, is an asshole. Boy, I love the sound of this. But no, he, he, you're gonna watch it, and you're gonna be like, "Damn, he's got." Damn, he's right. You know, I mean, the evidence is on film. It's just, uh, of course, to the to the. To the NFL high junkie, okay, he's not going to be looking at those little things that, you know, it's so telling, dude. I think they're fucking with the football. Uh, The refs are playing in on it. Where would you be the easiest to fix a game at where no one would really see it? Behind closed doors, ask Tom Brady. He, the officiating, right? Ask Tom Brady. He's got the golden knee pads for the referees. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> Ref, yeah. Hey, come here, boys. I got the golden knee pads and I got the chapstick. Let's go. Yep. And, uh, well, and Mahomes is the next guy that's on the list back here, I think. And I, I don't, I never have really much care for him, but he's damn good. All right. He's damn good at what he does, but. If it's fixed, well, how good is he really? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I hate to say because I love football. But oh. It's got to go back to the 70s and 80s, I think. People are going to start figuring it out. Let's just look. NFL, AFC North, Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't even want to talk about this. Oh, hold on. Damn it, I ain't seen you. I mean, 14 hours ago, what are the Steelers' biggest NFL scouting combine priorities? Well, it's got to be QB. 
Well, let's just see what ESPN has and to say. I, I was a Kenny Pickett. I was on board with Kenny Pickett. Pick it to Pickens. Last, pick it to Pickens. Yes, until this last season. But it's almost like he's afraid. He's not going to lose the game for you, but he's not going to make any plays and win the game for now, you. Now, Omar Khan decided they were going to keep Coach Tomlin around for another year. Yeah, yeah. Well, we like the standard of 9-8, and eight, you know. So, Coach Mike Tomlin and General Manager Omar Khan will arrive at the NFL Scouting Combine in Indianapolis next week. You still love watching the Scouting Combine. They will have a frustrating, familiar place. They have a situation at quarterback that needs addressed, an offensive line that needs to be upgraded, and a secondary that is in obvious need of depth. Yes. We're seeing there. Now, according to ESPN, they think they should put the offensive line on center stage. Which would mean they're having faith in the picket to pickings. Right. But it says their offensive line is a very, very, very big area of concern. Uh, yes. Especially if we go get us a quarterback, we're going to have to be able to protect him. But they're kind of fuck only right now because they're picking in about the middle of the draft. They're at number 20. Yep. Hmm. So what do we do? Do we do we go out and get a proven quarterback for the short term? And they release Trubisky, yeah, and well, Mason, Mason Rudolph's probably going to hit free agency. Mitchell Trubisky. Which would leave them just one quarterback on the roster, Kenny Pickett. Yep, which leaves room for improvement, I think. Maybe I've heard all kinds of rumors. I've heard Justin Fields was a, a possible. Oh, hey, spot wait, for wait. Let me scroll down. Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields will be an obvious upgrade at the position, but acquiring him, even for a relatively small amount of draft capital, would be out of character for a team that prefers to draft and develop their quarterbacks. Right. But we also got a defense that, that's missed out on several opportunities because we haven't had. We, did we did we finally gained a four hundred? We had finally had a four hundred yard game this year. We hadn't had one since twenty twenty. Well, hang on. You have you take a look at who the upcoming free agents are this year? Russell Wilson and Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins, which I think they'll re-sign him. It'll just be yeah, a bigger deal. I don't I think. think will too. I don't think they're leaving him. I can't really see him in a Steeler uniform anyway. For some reason, I don't. Now, you've also got some serviceable quarterbacks. I'm not saying you're going to have uh, – whether you bring them in to compete with Kenny Pickett or you bring them in for a QB number two backup depth, there is some serviceable starters out there available. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, uh, I think his starting days are over. Uh, uh, Garoppolo's been a name past. Gardner uh, Minshew, <laughs> which I hope Indianapolis re-signs him. Yeah, they need to resign him. Jacoby yeah. Brissett, the former Indianapolis Colts and New England Patriots quarterback. Not a bad quarterback. Serviceable. I love Jacoby Brissett. Yes, I did too. I thought he was pretty decent. He done a very good job. Hey, listen to this. This is going to make you smile when I say this name. Build right. on the 2023 draft. Grading a draft class after one season is premature, but the early returns of Cons and Tomlin's first class are solid. 
Not only did they manage to move up for a game-changing tackle, but they also turned an extra second-round pick acquired in a trade that offloaded wide receiver Chase Claypool to the Bears into Joey Porter Jr. Yes. And I know you loved you some Joey Porter Sr., as did I. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't remember if we put Joey Porter on that list or not. I don't no, go back and listen wasn't. to that. He wasn't. Oh, man, then no wonder nobody listens to us. We pissed him off. <laughs> Joey Porter was a damn good linebacker, yeah. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. In July of 2021, Kirk Kelly and I broke down the top 10 Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> of all time as chosen by the yes. leader of Steeler Nation, Kirk Kelly. <laughs> Good boy, I pissed people off, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Heinz Ward didn't even make the list. He was on the honorable mention. That, and, they shut it Franco, off right there. And Franco's butterfingers. And Franco's got butterfingers. Watch the tape, folks. It, you don't lie. <laughs> I, I love you for that. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm serious. I've been watching a lot of the old Steeler games. He pumbles the fuck out of the ball all the time. Like, what the heck? Uh, rest in peace, Franco. Rest in peace, hey, Franco. Still, still a great running back. I mean, a great. He's an all-time great for sure. But he had better fingers. But anyway, yeah, the, the list. I'm probably, yeah. Joey Porter didn't make the list. Heinz Ward did. Did he make honorable mentions? No, Heinz Ward was on the honorable mentions list. Okay, I or ranked at number ten, or somewhere, right? Or at right. the bottom end. I, I don't even, I don't even have Second my notes. Award. My notes are Jesus. saved on the flash drive. Not sure we uh, rubbed some people on there. Don't judge us. Just go listen to the episode. It was actually a lot of fun. It was three and a half hours of pure fucking chaos on a hot summer night, (laughs) but it was fun. It was fun, yes. All right, so let's move on here. Oh, oh, wait. Wait, you got something. I mean, what did they get? I mean, what's the talk? What? I I mean, a drink. What are we going to do there? Are you asking me what I think you should do, or are you asking me what ESPN says? Uh, both. ESPN's just, they didn't really give a definitive answer. They're just pointing out, hey, address your quarterback situation, whether you get another starter or you bring in a valuable backup, uh, get some secondary depth, and build your offensive line so whatever you do at quarterback, you're protected. Right. Okay. I, I, that's a fair assessment. I think... I don't. I think you give Kenny Pickett another shot, man. It's too early. I know. I I know. I say that when fifteen twenty minutes ago we were just kind of bitching, but then also defending Justin Fields. I think okay, you give Kenny Pickett a chance. Let's don't set him up to fail, though. Okay, because when you put Matt Canada, I mean that, that's a whole other can of worms there. You know, I should have uh, texted you the day they fired Canada and asked you if you were doing a happy dance. What? All of a sudden, the next game, we got 400 yards. Huh. Uh, <laughs> the fuck kind of name is Matt Canada? Oh, he needs to go back to Canada. Eh? <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did, that, is that not setting him up to fail, though? Can you pick it? You're all, and, when and, Canada was offensive coordinator? Yes, yes. I, I thought Matt Canada was a douchebag, but that's just me. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not a Steelers fan. I'm not a Steelers fan. They were setting Kenny Pickett up to fail. I mean, with that kind of play caller. I mean, you know, we didn't use the middle of the field. Kenny Pickett would not throw the middle of the field for no reason. That's where all the open area was. 
plain to see, but I, I don't know what the deal was there, but I don't know if Canada's hands were tied or something, or I don't know. But I'm glad he's gone. And Mason Rudolph, what about this kid? This is the same kid that got the shit slugged out of him a couple yeah, years ago. pretty damn good, dude. I'll just put that away for third string. I Maybe think he came out of... He'd be in our first string. I think he was Oklahoma or Oklahoma State or something. Uh, Oklahoma State Cowboy, yep. Oh, Oklahoma State Cowboy. Uh, what do you think about him? A pretty impressive showing. I don't think they should let... Him. I, I, I don't know why He's you... He's not a starter. He could be in the right environment. Right, right. I don't know why you completely just let every quarterback on your roster walk with the exception of your starter, who, by the way, you didn't want to play at some point after he got hurt or whatever the deal was, and then he came back. You didn't want to play him because you thought Rudolph gave you the better chance or or Trubisky, whoever it was. What's that saying? I don't know, man. I I could play quarterback better than Turdbisky. I mean, did you just call him Turdbisky? Yes. (laughs) I'm sorry. Mitchell Turdbisky, yes. Turdbisky. There's another. Where did he get his start at, man? Chicago Bears. Right? And hey, no offense to Turdbisky. He made it to the NFL. You and I never did. But Turdbisky was not an NFL quarterback. No, no. No, no offense. There's nothing wrong. Hey, there's nothing wrong with uh, taking your experience from the pros and settling down coaching a high school football in the middle of fucking BFE somewhere. That's right. That's right. At least you know you'll yeah. get a win coaching those high school kids. <laughs> yeah, Trubisky just never, yeah, he never was cut out to be that. And I don't know what we've taken going to sign him. I don't know. I, you know. You got to walk there. I don't. I don't know, puss. I just. So, I've heard a lot, a lot of Russell Wilson talk. To the to your Steelers. Yes. That's been a big. That's been a big thing on ESPN. You know what? Here. Let's just hop on the goggle. I've got it right here. Let's right. just put Russell Wilson to Pittsburgh Steelers and see what pops up. There's been a lot of talk about it. I know I've been seeing it on YouTube. Chad Ochocinco believes Russell Wilson will end up with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of people thinking this. Let's just see. Oh, that came on the Bengals wire. Uh, that came from Sports Illustrated. That came there's on the Steelers wire. Yeah. Let, let's just yeah. see what Sports Illustrated has got to say on the subject. All right. This was written by a guy named Jared. Must be a good article. <laughs> oh, with the eviction of Russell Wilson from the Denver Broncos pending as the 2024 NFL offseason kicks. Why do I sound like I'm on the radio right now? It, 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 it's, I, I'm telling you, man, I do it for a living now. <laughs> this podcast, this podcast is what got me on the radio. Exactly. Man, did yeah. you hear that delivery? It sounded like I was reading the news. Dude, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I was right there. I mean, All right, holy shit. Let's start this over. With the eviction of Russell Wilson from the Denver Broncos pending as the 2024 NFL offseason kicks off, predictions on where the 36-year-old quarterback will end up next have consequently followed. Many teams have been thrown into consideration to bring Russ in to lead their offensive unit under center, but none have stuck out as a leader in the clubhouse to get him thus far. i got to stop doing that. It's fun. It was funny the first two seconds. But let's just see. 
Okay, so Vegas has got betting odds up right now. Oh, my gosh. See? Let, let's see. See? The Steelers are not are a minus 250 while the next closest to tender comes in at plus 550 the Las Vegas Ra- he's not going to the Raiders no it, it's gonna no. it's gonna be Pittsburgh I, if okay uh, if if Pittsburgh makes the decision that we're not getting somebody to back up Kenny Pickett we're Kenny's moving to the backup we're replacing Kenny as a starter that's where he goes 36 do you do it with the 36 year old for a 36-year-old that's a Super Bowl winning quarterback that's still that was a dual threat athlete in basketball or baseball and NFL. Do I give him one last chance? Yeah. Yeah. Because you've seen what you've seen. I mean, fucking Tom Brady in his 40s. I mean, yeah. Of course, yeah, Wilson's true. no Tom Brady, but no. He, uh, do I take that chance? Are you asking me? I am the new yeah, general manager. The Rooney yeah. family has hired me to manage the Steelers. Right. Yes. I would take a chance on Russell Wilson. I can't believe I'm saying. Now, the Denver well, experiment with failed. The, especially with this defense you have that is a high-caliber defense. And the only thing it's missing is an offense that can keep them off the field. You know? That's basically, we, we've been dealing with that shit. You know, injuries and everything. We're on the field all the time defensively because we can't move the football. And uh, i take a chance on Russell Wilson. I think, I do. I think, I'm, I think I'll pull the trigger on it. I do too. What do you got to lose? I I would pull it. Pick it to pickings. Pick it to pickings. But uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, season coming up there in in the Steel City. I'll just put it that way. In the Steel City, Tomlin. I'm not. I'm not sold on Mike Tomlin yet. I don't give a shit if he's won seventeen. You know, had seventeen winning years. He's been coaching since two thousand fucking eight. Or seven, whatever not, it is. But what's this? What's the? Uh, They've got a Super Bowl ring, and they went to another. My God, what more do you want? They, they were Bill Cowher's Super Bowl. Oh, team. so the 2008 Steelers was a Bill Cowher team. You damn right they were. I'll tell you, yeah. everybody, one of the greatest games. We we covered that. We should have watched that one along back. Yeah, we should have. Yeah, but that was uh, damn, that was damn yeah, good. I, I, yeah. The Harrison interception returns. 99 yards. He looks like he's fucking dying in the end zone, too. Yeah, exactly. And I, I still don't know how he made it all the way down. On the edge of the sideline, all the way down the field with all the players around, it's kind of crazy. That's and nuts. It is nuts. I was jumping up and down, chasing him down the field on, you know, jumping in front of the TV. You can about imagine. Oh, I, can, I know how you are. I can only imagine. Yeah, I, I, but I'm telling you though, my, I'm 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 upset with the NFL right now. You're not, you're, yeah. You you're just throwing shade all at the National Fixed League, fixed aren't you? League. Yes, I am. The National well, I mean, Fixed League. I went down that rabbit hole, and guess what I found down there? A bunch of evidence. You know what? You need to pull you out of that rabbit hole. What's that? Soccer talk. Oh boy. Oh no! I'm, no, I'm just kidding. We're not talking soccer. <laughs> We've only talked soccer three times in the entire three-year history of this show, and it he ain't. Lost me a, he lost me a goal. Go. What's Kirk Kelly's famous rave? Ninety fucking minutes, bro. Ninety fucking minutes, and nothing fucking happens. Minutes. And nothing happened. We scored two goals, and then we end uh, up in a tie. And then the, the clock don't even make sense because they do the because ba- they do it backwards. Yes, and then we add on a time at the end that we think we had. 
you know, well, it's an estimate. Dang, I feel cheated if I'm a team, you know, and we're down a goal. And, yeah, I don't know. We need, need to clock, run the clock the other way. And if you don't like the, that amount of time, put make it 25 minutes. I don't know. Soccer I don't know. Ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. A lot of running. You want to know, you know ridiculous? What's that? You want to talk ridiculous? Yeah. Ask me about a team that earlier this season. Ask me about a team earlier this season that was ten and three, and now they're fourteen and twelve. Okay. Ask me about, about a. This? Ask me about a team who has a former alumni as their head coach, and they are just a once proud program that is just the drizzling shits this season now. Well, you know, you got to recruit people that put the ball in the basket, folks. I know where you're going. I use Hoosiers. I'm, I'm telling you, Woodson, it's great. Hey, we had an alumni. He's back. Fucking he needs to go. But I he, I have never got on this show ever in three years and ever just totally shit all over IU. I did it to I did it to I did it to my Phillies and they made it to the World Series. They lost, but they made it to the World Series. They're not going to the national championship. They <laughs> they're, 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 dude, they're playing so bad. I hope they don't even get an invite to the NIT tournament. Right, right, right. But what do you think? I mean, where's the recruiting at? I mean, is it in the recruiting? It's not where just. Recruit- it's not just that too. Woodson has gone. Woodson and IU are a bunch of fucking idiots because they fired half their fucking coaching staff, which yep. was a good coaching staff to begin with. Yep. And Woodson takes zero account. What God? I don't want to be cursing him at. Mike Woodson takes zero fucking accountability for everything that's happening on the floor, and he just wants to give these dumbass answers at these press conferences. I didn't get him in good position. I got to put him over the hump. I got to get him over the hump. Meanwhile, he's sitting there sucking the fucking bottom out of that crappy-ass Dasani water bottle and just giving these one-word answers, and it's like, fix the fucking program, Mike! Right, right. You got to bring it up. Well... You got to have people who put the ball in the basket, right? Yeah. You we know what? No shoot. There's nobody can shoot. We have no shooters on. When's the last time you can think of an IU team that didn't have one shooter on the team? Exactly. Could hit, I mean, as Bobby Knight's famous quote was, the time he I'm the sick and conference. tired of losing to fucking Purdue. Purdue. And, it, and then they asked him, well, how did you, you know, Coach Knight, how did you guys beat this team tonight? He said, well, we scored more points than they did. That's pretty simple. Um, I mean, I, I, Kurt, I, I don't. I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, let's look at this. I, I, I encourage all of our listeners who don't mind when we get passionate and get a little mouthy with the with the nice flashy four letter words. <laughs> if you are an Indiana Hoosier fan or you're just occasional fan, check out insidethehall.com. Inside the Hall also has a Facebook page where they break down the game at halftime, the pregame, the postgame, and then they break up articles. I would like to to go through their five takeaways from Indiana's loss to Nebraska last night. <laughs> Kurt's like, "Oh fuck, here we go." Yeah. For those that aren't aware, the Indiana Hoosiers dropped another game last night. They're third in a row at home with an 85 to 70 loss at Assembly Ouch. Hall to Ouch. the Nebraska Cornhusters. This loss the drops the Hoosiers. Huh? What the fuck's a Cornhusker? 
Or you can you can find some corn huskers on OnlyFans. <laughs> Nine ninety nine exclusive content. <laughs> the loss dropped Indiana to fourteen and twelve overall and six and nine in Big Ten conference play. Man, I'm doing it again. Can you? I, I I'm not I'm not at work right now. But I mean, you got me on the edge of my seat. So <laughs> so so here's their five takeaways. Takeaway number one: Indiana came out not ready to compete. That's on Mike Woodson. That's the headline. That, okay. Listen, I mean, that was the fucking headline. Indiana came out again not ready to compete. That's on Mike Woodson. Hmm. Woodson has spent the season trying to explain why Indiana hasn't performed up to expectations. Excuse me. He gives injuries cited, youth is mentioned, missed shots, defensive assignments, and blockouts are frequently referenced. Indiana's issues, however, have yet to be addressed or fixed in any meaningful way. The season is now 26 games old, and the Hoosiers trailed by 20 points at halftime against a team last night that hadn't won a road conference game all year. Ouch. 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 Yeah, Bobby, help us. But get this. Listen to this. I didn't watch the game last night. I was I, I, I was busy doing other stuff. Indiana did make the game interesting as the twenty as the twenty two point second half lead was cut down to three. They whittled it back down to three. Okay, but then that the door was shut there, and in me and Kurt's phrases, the wheels came off as a fourteen to one run from the Huskers shut the door. Uh, defense. What fucking defense? I challenge exactly. anybody to go back and find that clips that game and show me defense. Right, that's what I'm saying. Especially on the especially on the line because Nebraska buried their asses from three points last night. They got shooters, huh? The first half, Nebraska made nine of its nineteen attempts from the distance. That's forty seven point four percent. That's pretty damn good. Indiana was just one for 11 on threes in the first half for 9.1%. It was outscored by 24 points from the perimeter in the first half. I'm going to say shot selection, and we just don't have any shooters. Nebraska finished 14 for 33 from downtown, while Indiana finished just four for 21 from beyond the arc. I mean, by God, if if we're not going to be good on offense, let's be good on defense. Let's be good at something, right? Yeah, I mean it, it, it falls back on Woodson. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip these other takeaways and because I want to I want to get to this last takeaway here. Okay, Indiana falls to number 102 in the Ken Palm with the loss, the lowest since the 09-10 season. At the beginning of the season, Indiana ranked number 50. They've now fallen 52 spots outside of the top 100. The Hoosiers are now ranked 102 in Palm Roy's rankings, the lowest ranking for the program since 2010 and 2011. The seat that season was Crean's second in Bloomington, and they finished 10 and 21 at number 194. That's how bad it's got. The Hoosiers were once 10 and 3 on the season. They're now 14 and 12 with five games remaining and only two at home. Indiana is in danger of finishing below 500. No fucking shit. Yeah. I see that train keep going. I get so I mean, mad. I've like, said so many dirty little words tonight. This team it, frustrates the piss out of me. Well, it sounds like to me they've kind of given up. I want Mike Woodson's ass gone. 
Yeah, I don't I'm, care I'm, how much money you spend. I don't care where you go get a coach. I don't care if you go crawling back on your hands and knees and you have to give Tom Crean a tuggy with your fingers. I'm telling you right now, I ain't Steve Overs a fit. So, fun fact. I brought that up to to my buddy. We was watching the game. We was watching the, uh, the game against uh, Michigan the other week. Might have been Michigan State. Whoever we were watching. And I said... He said, we ought to go get Alford. I said, he ain't going to leave L- I said he ain't gonna leave UCLA. And he's like, I think he's at Nevada now. Went and Googled it. Yeah, he's coaching at Nevada he's, now. He's at Nevada. Well, what Indiana needs to do is just go get him. Spare no expense. Go get Alford. Just go get him. Everybody I mean, wants all. Well, I shouldn't say everybody. There's a lot of Hoosier faithful that would be like, man, I'd love to I have do, Steve Alford. I've, I've been saying Steve Alford for years now. And, I, and everywhere I say that to I get the rebuttal. No, it's not a good fit. Why wouldn't it be a good Kurt, fit? Kurt, we're about to commit a felony on air. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be a good Hang fit? on. Hang on. We're about to commit a felony on air. Okay. Let's go rob an armored truck. <laughs> I know you're thinking, where the fuck is this going? Let's go rob an armored truck. Let's right. go kidnap a bunch of scientists. Yeah. Let's build a time machine. Okay. Let's go back in time. Okay. And fix things with IU and Bobby Knight. Okay. And then Bobby Knight never leaves. Right. And then when he gets to be about 10 years away from when he decided he was going to retire, we're going to clone Bobby Knight. Yeah. But we're going to clone him as a young man who never ages. Right. And we'll just have Robert Montgomery Knight for the rest of all time. And we'll have banners hanging from the. They're going to have to build a second building just to fit all the banners. Exactly. But that's the thing. This was once such a highly proud and prestigious program that even if they even when they weren't getting national titles after I was born in eighty seven, even when there wasn't Final Four bangers hanging after two thousand and two thousand two and all this shit, people were still wanting to come to play at this university because of the history and the heritage and the the fucking the culture, the pride that went with being an Indiana Hoosier. Nobody wants it's to come play there. in Indiana anymore. What can what can you be proud about about this? I think, and I think Steve Alford could bring some of that back. He's got ties to Bobby Knight, definitely, right? He's Absolutely, from Indiana. He's from Indiana. Well, I mean, that was the thought process with Mike Woodson. Oh, he's got that Bobby Knight rub. Yeah, this rub that that wasn't a that was a scratch yeah, pad. That wasn't no rub. Let's let's look at the difference. Between Mike Woodson and Steve Alford. I mean, they both have championships, I guess. I wonder what Google would say if I would just go- if I would just put that in there. Alford versus Woodson. Let's just see. Wait. Let's see if let's see if the goggle pops anything up. I mean, it's a no brainer to me, but and whatever cost, yeah, we just spare no expense. Steve, we're coming to get you. You know. Uh oh, I got I might got something a little more juicier and better than that. Oh yeah. This comes to us from uh SB Nation, another great sports website for all you sports fans out there. No, you can't fire Mike Woodson and that's all your fault. It's all on you, reader. Even the miss three oh really? What does this bitch have to say? <sighs> Let's see. You can't fire Mike Woodson and that's all your fault. Uh Oh, they're just throwing shade at us, saying everything's our fault. This is this is like a 15-minute read. I'm not going to read all that, I promise. Okay. 
Okay. But basically, they're saying that it's our fault, and uh, I don't want to read it to find out why, but this is a very asinine opinion. Yeah. I will say this. Uh, there's a lot of people that say you got to ride out the bad seasons, and trust me, uh, I was a Philadelphia <laughs> Phillies fan. I was a Colts fan back when we had Jim Harbaugh playing quarterback, <laughs> you know, who, who just – Who's who's just won a national title? Now he's probably going back to the NFL, right? Yeah, I think is, did he confirm he's going back or he? I think he is going back, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah anyways, hundred percent sure. But. I I remember talking about riding out the bat. I remember what it was like when uh, Harbaugh was playing quarterback. Which Kirk, correct me if I'm wrong, but who did Harbaugh get replaced by? Uh, Peyton Manning. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. just making sure. So that was when we still sucked, right? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Just make sure for anybody out there that's right, speaking, right. that's screaming at their radio right now. Hey, this is our show. We do the screaming. You do the listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent about this. But holy fuck! Like, no, it's right. I'm glad I'm right I didn't get to you. watch the game last night. I swear to you on my children, I'm glad I didn't get to watch the game last night because it. Because when I heard the recap and seeing it, I got to the radio station, and I worked with a bunch of IU fans at the radio station, and I was like, so how bad was it? And he's like, worst I've ever fucking seen. This team is pathetic. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, because you got nobody shoot. You got to have people. You got to shoot. You remember, you remember when Calvin Sampson was coaching? Yeah. And Mike Davis was coaching? Yep. And you remember, well, you don't remember this because I didn't know you then, but I rem- <laughs> I was so excited when we got Archie Miller. And yeah, I was excited when we got Archie Miller because I'm a huge Sean Miller fan. So for any of you guys out there that might like sports but you don't know much about college basketball, Sean Miller is the head coach. I don't know if he still is or not. He, at one point he was the head coach for Arizona. I don't, I don't know if he still is or not. The point I'm making is there was about a five to ten year period there where Arizona was one of the top five either offenses or defenses every season in the country. Yep. They're brothers. Yep. And Archie Miller turned around a completely pro nobody ever talked about the Dayton Flyers. Until Archie Miller. Until Archie got in there coaching and he had that pedigree that his brother Sean has. And they and they were and then Dayton started becoming a thing. Dayton was getting into the tournament. Dayton was doing yeah. this. Dayton. So Indiana went out, opened the checkbook, and they got Archie Miller. I was super ecstatic. Me too. I mean, I was upset that they fired Tom Crean. Believe me, I was not one of the people saying you need to fire Crean. I was one of the people saying no, Crean is don't get rid of Crean. But they, but I wasn't upset when it was Archie. Then you let Archie go for this. I want you to think about that. You people, and I'm talking to the Bloomington Brass, you people let Archie Miller go for this. Right. And, and you know, Rome wasn't built in a night neither, in one day, right? That's right. Sons of bitches. Yeah, I, look, look, how, look how we just got on this IU thing and it just went. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I, 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 the culture's gone, man. And that's what you know, ba- that's what bothers me more than anything. I don't. Hey, fuck it. If we don't if, get an if, if if we don't see a national title for another thirty years, if we never see another national title again, fine. Fuck it. I, I, I it sucks, but I can handle that. What I can't handle is a program that's got as much heritage and its history and a pride as this. And everybody's like, "Who's Indiana anymore?" I got I got one 
two words that fixes that, Steve. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I mean, it, it just makes sense to me. And, and you know, it, even if Steve was hesitant at first, we just make make it worth his while. Kurt. You know, it's Kurt. Not like Kurt. Yeah. I'm about to throw hands with this dude that wrote this article. Okay. Because I was just skimming it. And this is the last sentence of a paragraph, and then he starts the next par- he starts the next paragraph off, and he really pissed me off. The last sentence in this paragraph, he said, "We fans ran Mike Davis out of town in a season where his last team was ranked tenth at one point in the year, hoping and praying we would get Steve Alford to come save us." Okay, I can handle that. All right. Listen to what this dirty little bastard said next. Uh-oh. You, me, we have cried wolf too many times. It's that simple. And then he took a pot shot that I'm taking personal. Indiana is going the way of the Miami Hurricanes college football team. Unlimited resources, brain-dead leadership, and fans who are dying and taking the memories of the hurrying Hoosiers with them. Kurt, for anybody that might be listening, tell them what my favorite college football team is. The U. The U. The only letter... In Division One Collegiate Athletics, the only school known by one letter, the U, the Miami Hurricanes. I have a trust me. I wear I have a green and orange Miami Hurricanes hoodie. I put it on. I look like one great big giant jolly green giant green bean walking around. <laughs> this son of a bitch took a pot shot of my Hurricanes. Yeah, he did. That's a two for one. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh boy. My blood pressure is 197 over 450 right now. Damn it. I, and I didn't even get the best part. I was going to crap on Nick Saban for a while, but I didn't lost my mojo because I wasted it all on fucking Mike Woodson. <laughs> I'm with you. He's got to go. I was going to crap on Saban because Saban says he wants to be the voice for change in collegiate football. Really? He's retired from coaching, but he emphasized uh, yesterday that he isn't retired from doing his part to bring reform and common sense to college football. Okay. Saban said, he told ESPN yesterday, quote, if my voice can bring about some meaningful change, I want to help in any way I can because I love the players and I love college football. What we have now is not college football, not college football as we know it. You hear somebody use the word student athlete, that doesn't exist. The 72-year-old senile son of a bitch... Okay, I, I, I say this with Alabama fans, and I don't care. They won six national titles in 17 years. Um, That's impressive. What it was, was Saban's not really that good. And no. I don't care. I, I, I'll let anybody come at me. Saban's not really that good. What it was, was he got that John Calipari Kentucky rub that still works to this day. What that means is that they won a national – he had a good team or a couple good teams. They won a couple national championships. Okay, well, everybody heard about that, and then he put guys in the NFL. So everybody wanted to go play at Alabama. So they could win a national championship, maybe, and get put in the NFL. Right. So it's not it's not hard to win when you get six foot eight, three hundred pound fucking guys that can run a four five forty on your defensive line, offensive line. You get the right. fastest fucking running back the world's ever right. seen. It's not hard to put together teams that are going to win when you're stacking the deck. 
Exactly. So I tell everybody, I said, you can at me all you want. I said, I don't care. You call me stupid, whatever. I've got my opinion. Saban wasn't that good. He just got lucky. Yeah. And then that Calipari, right. that Calipari thing went into effect. Coach Cal still gets world-class recruits to Kentucky yes. when they haven't won a national championship in 12 years because so, – Yeah. Or however there long it's been since the last championship because they put guys in the NBA. Same thing yeah. with Saban in Alabama. Yep. Oh, man, puss, this went on too long. I went on a tangent. I don't even want to read the last of it. I'm just so – I just fucking – 14 and 12. What did I say? Let me look at the article again. What? It's 14 and 12. 14 and 12. And at one point this season, I watched them. They were 10 and 3. Yeah. Yeah. I mean so, – Yeah. You know uh, what? The wheels have come off. The wheels have come off, my brother. Yep. And it goes a lot further and a lot deeper than just the wheels falling off, I'm afraid. And I know everybody, somebody out there is listening today when, they, when they're hearing this back. And like, boy, Jared, you and Kurt really are idiots. You guys couldn't coach. No shit. I didn't say we needed to be hired. I'm just a passionate fan giving my opinion. Right. Right. Me too. Yeah. Well, and I think we got a good argument. You know, I... It, like you say, the, the, nobody wants to come to IU anymore. Why is that? Nobody wants to come to IU anymore because uh, IU players, when they do go to the NBA, they don't have a deep pedigree uh, because the coaching hasn't transferred over. They're still playing at a high school level by the time they get to the NBA yeah, or if they even get there. They're not playing that good. There's no national championships. There's no glitz and glamour around their name. There's no positive culture at Indiana University right now. There you go. That's just yeah. exactly exactly it. And uh, Mike Woodson is not the man to bring that culture back. Steve Alford? Steve. <laughs> I love this. Steve. You know what, Kurt? You know what? Wait, nope. <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to Steve Alford. What's this button? It's been so long, bro. I got to check the buttons. What's this button? Oh, it's a cash <laughs> register. Take that to the bank. Take that to the bank and get bank. somebody. Yes. What's this one? That's Mike Woodson in the Hoosiers right now. Wait, I want to do it one more time. Fuck Mike Woodson. <laughs> You know what? Every time Indiana has a post-game press conference and Woodson starts to walk out to the podium. Actually, you know what else? Woodson needs to be arrested for theft. Because he's stealing all my happy memories and he stole a bunch of money. Yeah, there you go. Right on. Right on. All right, I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, no, I mean, feel free. I mean, I, I uh, it's, it hits close to home, you know. But Bobby Knight, wait, hang on. Where's YouTube? Kurt said it, and now I'm upset. So where's where, where's the tube? <laughs> what are you looking at? Hang on. We're gonna bring out Robert. We're gonna channel our Robert Montgomery Knight. Fucking Purdue. <laughs> Yeah, it's coming up in the suggested bar. I put, I'm tired of losing. I didn't even get to finish it. It's already there. Yep. Yeah, let it rant for a minute. 
Okay, let's see if we can find it. Here we go. Shout out to whoever owns this content because it damn sure ain't me and Kurt. Right. <laughs> Come on. Let's see if I can angle the mic a little better. Robert Montgomery Knight, everybody. I don't know if it's from fear. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fear's a hell uh, of a motivator, right? I reckon. Maybe Mike Woodson needs to go in the locker room and have one in meltdown. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You can't you can't you can't coach like that anymore, but God, could you right. feel the passion? Yes, you could that's what I'm saying. I can feel it. I mean I was all fired up. You know? Oh, hang on, hang on. Let me answer that. You know, that is an absolute crock of You know, you people in the news media, all of you uh, dwell on some negative piece of like that. And I don't know how Steve feels about it, but it just And you don't have to bleep one single word of this. I just... Oh man, I, I miss. So I miss him too. Bobby Knight, because I'm best best rants. And, and, you know all the the, the basketball championships and everything. But the most respect I have for Bobby Knight is all his kids. What they do? They played they hard. Graduated. And they graduated. Kurt, I got one. Up, I got one more. I gotta play. We're, we gotta play this. This right. one, this one. I mean, you're just gonna have to. You're gonna have to envision it. I mean, it's okay. It's an ESPN clip. Here we go. Fred Jasper's now chasing Bobby Knight back to his chair. Yeah, he's got the right there. There's the tee. Technical against the bench and against Bob Knight. You know what he's fixing to do here. He's going to shoot the technicals. Look at here, look at here. Bobby Knight just threw his chair. Uh, watching it live, dude. I watched it live. I, I didn't have to. Yeah, I think, uh, Fred Jasper. <laughs> I like to throw off the couch, dude. I wasn't even born when this happened. This was two years before I was born. He's cussing him out the whole way. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Teddy Valentine, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Jasper's talking to yep. uh, Mr. Floyd. He didn't do it all anyway. Now we got Ralph Floyd out on the floor. 
They're like, Bobby, you gotta go. And he's like, fuck this. The crowd, you hear the crowd? Yeah, oh yeah. They were chanting Bobby, 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 Bobby. Well, something pin hit. Uh-oh. Okay, let me throw another name out there at you. What's Dan Dockage. Hey, I love Dan Dockage. And Dan Dockage was a Bobby Knight guy. Yes, that's why I'm throwing him out there. Dockage was I mean, supposed to take over as coaching uh, at uh, West Virginia or uh, or somewhere, and he didn't last very long. Dockage now does outkick the coverage, which is a great, fantastic show. Uh, you put him back. You put him in IU. Oh God, you would I get mean, Bobby Knight back. Is it? Not, is that not another good fit? Let's let's let you know to keep a tradition going. You, you want to kind of pick from the what's made the tradition right <laughs> right i mean no brainers we shouldn't I mean, he should never done bob knight the way he done him no i mean you know somebody's a pinhead there i don't know but yeah uh, uh, iu uh basketball program is in a state of uh it's a shithole shithole shit show <laughs> So I'm reading through the YouTube comments. They said, does anyone think they could sell that chair today on eBay for like $100,000? Fuck you. What do you think? <laughs> well, I mean, we watched the video when you and I were still in the factory. Kurt Cobain's guitar got sold for $6 million. I'm sure you could get 100 Gs for Bobby Knight's tossed chair. If I had six figures to throw around, I'd buy it. <laughs> People be like walking up. What is that? What is that chair mounted in a glass display box with a lid on it? That's Bobby not a chair. Knight's ass was in that seat. Right? That is that is the chair that got thrown across right? Simon Scott of Zimbley Hall. It wasn't just like he just tossed it out there. He fucking jumped it. <laughs> yeah. You know, he had no idea where it was going to go either when he let go of it. No, he really didn't. No, he didn't. Oh. <sighs> Well, puss, let's wrap this up. Let's put a bow on this. This yeah. is uh this has been a nice little treat. People yeah, people been it. asking about steel toes and scoreboards. Where'd you where you all boys went? Well, and I said, Kurt's busy. I said, Kurt don't even like me. I said, he just puts up with me. But man, I'll just be honest with you, everybody. My dog is shutting me down. I'll just be honest with you. It's been, it's well, been and then I reached out to you. I was like, Hey man, you want to record? And you're like, Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Take your mind off things for a little bit with luck. and I know people, you shouldn't get so attached to an animal, but I can't help it. Oh, man, that's your son. That is your third son. What are you talking about? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't want to talk about it too much because I get emotional about it. Well, hopefully you know? he hangs in there and uh, I'm going to come see him next weekend. And if he don't, you just let me know and I'll be there. Right on, man. Appreciate it. I appreciate you, yeah. brother. I love he's I love been, luck and he's been a good dog, man. I, I wish I wish everybody listening to our show could 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 know that we're sitting here talking about a dog, but when I tell you that that dog makes friends with everybody that dog gets happy to see me when I come over. Oh yeah. Like oh, he's yeah. gotten so attached to me, like when I come over, he is excited to see me. Oh yeah. 
And he's so well behaved. He is very well behaved. Always has been. He hardly ever barks in the house. Kids could pull on his ears, tail, you know, and he was just so gentle and and he he wouldn't get mad or do it. He'd just move, you know what I mean? If it was bugging, he'd just move. That's he's just a good dog, man. He's pretty good old luck. Yeah, he's gonna be missed. Well, brother, I love you. I, I know that, yeah, and I love bro. luck, and I'm here for you. And uh, uh, it's something I gotta do. Something you gotta do. But uh, you know, keep your head up. Uh, I'll see you next week. Not this weekend because I got the babies, but I'll see right. you next weekend. Right. Uh, I'll figure us out a topic, and I'll text you later in the week. Maybe we'll do a watch along. That was that seemed like fun. We could set another cool. mic up. I got a tablet. Yeah. We can watch it on now. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure something out. All right, brother. I'll uh, yeah. I'll talk to you later this week. Yeah, give me a holler. All right, see you, man. Peace out. All right. What a fun episode that was, huh? <laughs> oh, God, I'm an idiot. Why do I do these things? But for Kirk Kelly, I'm Jared Atkins. This was the first episode of Steel Toes and Scoreboards for 2024. And uh, hopefully we get back to recording, at least get something out at least once a month. Uh, our numbers significantly dropped. I mean, dropped for 2023 because we just could not get together uh still more episodes than we had in our first year 2021 but significantly less by like 800 downloads less than we had for 2022 which is really when the show started taking off so but all right we appreciate you guys uh, i don't know what me and kurt's gonna talk about next weekend but uh we'll we'll, fun, we'll have something fun in store for you so for kurt kelly I'm Jared Atkins. This has been another episode of Steel Toes and Store Scoreboard. Excuse me. Should have been called the Hashtag Tits Podcast. Two idiots talking sports. Hashtag tits. We missed the boat on there, and I don't want to rebrand because that's too much work. So we will talk to you guys next time.